ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so continuing with the tafsir of Juz Amma, today we have arrived at Suratu Azalzala. In this chapter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَالَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَشْتَاتًا لِيُرَوْا أَعْمَالَهُمْ فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the meaning of which is, when the earth is shaken with its final earthquake, and when the earth throws out its burdens, and man will say, what is the matter with it? That day it will declare its information about all of that which happened upon it, of good and evil. Because your Lord will inspire it. That day Mankind will proceed in scattered groups that they may be shown their deeds. So whomsoever does good equal to the weight of an atom shall see it. And whomsoever does evil equal to the weight of an atom shall see it. So the opening ayah. إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا When the earth is shaken with its final earthquake, then this particular earthquake or this particular shaking that will occur is the earthquake or the shaking that will occur right at the end of time, right on the end of time on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, when all of the bodies of the people are resurrected. This shaking of the earth occurs prior to that. يعني الزلزال العظيم الذي لم يكن مثله قط and that earthquake at that time will be to the likes of nothing prior to it 
that there has never been any earthquake, any shaking to the likes of what will occur on that day. And it's mentioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Taranasa sukara wa mahum bisukara that you will see the people as though they are intoxicated and they are not in reality intoxicated. Such will be the fear and the fright and the terror of what people experience on that day. يعني من شدة ذهولهم وما أصابهم تجدهم كأنهم سكارا from the severity of what they experience from that fright and terror and great difficulty that they will come across on that day, the calamity that they will come across on that day, you find them as though they are intoxicated the way they are. Their minds taken over by all of this that is happening. As though they are intoxicated and in reality they are not. They are absolutely healthy and good and, and sane. But from the calamity that is occurring around them, it is as though their minds become or behave as though they are intoxicated. So it's as though they don't know what to do. When a person is intoxicated, moving around here, there, doesn't know what's happening, all confused, doesn't know what to do, that's the way they will be on that day. Confused and unaware of where to go, what to do, all the calamity occurring around them. (coughs) So that is the earthquake that is being referenced here. The type of shaking that is being referenced in this ayah. And it should be noted as a general benefit. As Shaykh al-Athaymeen rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned that there are two types of earthquake. As a general benefit he used to mention there are two types of earthquakes. One are the physical earthquakes. This will be a physical earthquake that occurs at the end of time. But the other, he would say, the second type are the earthquakes that happen, as an example, within the hearts of mankind. When the hearts of mankind, they shake and they tremble and they are confused and they shudder and move due to false aqeedah coming upon them and deviation are coming upon them and innovation coming upon them, then these earthquakes happen upon the heart of a person. From all of that misguidance and false information coming upon the hearts, it shakes the hearts. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ used to say, يَا مُقَلِّبَ الْقُلُوبِ ثَبِّتْ قَلْبِي O oh Allah, the one who changes the hearts of the people, keep my heart firm upon your religion. So here, of course, it is talking about that physical earthquake that will happen on that day to the severity of no earthquake that has ever occurred before. And you will see the people on that day as though they are intoxicated from the severity of everything they are experiencing 
Then Allah tells us when this earthquake happens and this shaking happens, وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا That the earth then throws out, expels its burdens. الْمُرَادُ بِهِمْ أَصْحَابُ الْقُبُورِ and the meaning of the earth throwing out its burdens, that the earth removes its burdens. The burdens in the earth are in reference to the bodies that have been buried in the earth. The people who have been buried in the earth, they are all going to be removed by the earth, expelled by the earth, to get out of the earth, to be resurrected. So all of that weight that is in the earth from the bodies of the people buried within it from the beginning of time, all of that time and centuries and centuries and centuries and all of those people buried, so then the earth removes that burden from within itself. By removing and extracting or uh, 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 exiting those bodies from within it. فَإِنَّهُ إِذَا نُفِخَ فِي الصُّورِ فَصَعِقَ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا مَنْ شَاءَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ نُفِخَ فِيهِ أُخْرَى فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنْظُرُونَ يَخْرُجُونَ مِنْ قُبُورِهِمْ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ So when the horn is blown on that day, the first time when the horn is blown on that day and the people, they fall unconscious from that or they experience the terror and fright and then fall unconscious from it, except for those whom Allah wills, then when it is blown again, when it is then blown again the second time or the third time, depending on the opinions, the people are then resurrected from their graves. When it is blown again, the people are resurrected from their graves. And they are stood looking at one another, resurrected from the ground. And so they then stand before their Lord, the Lord of all of mankind and all of creation and all of that which exists. As it mentions, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ In the other chapter, المطففين, on that day, the people, they will stand before the Lord of all of creation. So that is the meaning of وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا That the ground, the earth will expel its burden. Its burden is all of the bodies of the people. All of the people expelled the burden, the weight is removed from the earth. They are all resurrected standing before their Lord. Then... وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا And man will say, what is the matter with it? 
What is the matter with it? Talking about the earth. Al-insanu al-muradu bihi al-jins. يعني أن الإنسان البشر يقول ما لها أي شيء لها هذا الزلزال. So mankind will say what is going on when that tremendous shaking and earthquake occurs. Then man will say what is happening, what is going on, what is this shaking, what is this earthquake. ولأنه يخرج وكأنه كما قال تعالى سكارا and when they are resurrected as we said before it will be as though they are in a state of intoxication so they will be in this confused state and all of this resurrection occurring and they will be saying what is going on what is happening what is this shaking what is this earthquake فيقول ما الذي حدث لها وما شأنها؟ So they will be saying what has happened here, what is occurring, what is the affair due to the severity of the calamity and the the distress that they find themselves in on that day when they are resurrected. So they say وقال الإنسان ما لها؟ And mankind will say what is the matter with it? So then Allah tells us, يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَالَهَا But on that day, when the shaking occurs, the earthquake occurs, then the earth will declare its information. The earth will declare, will state its information. تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا أَيْ تُخْبِرُ عَمَّا فَعَلَ النَّاسُ عَلَيْهَا مِنْ خَيْرٍ أَوْ Meaning that the earth will inform and state and declare what the people used to do upon it from good and from evil what the people used to do upon it from good and from evil وقد ثبت عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ان المؤذن اذا اذن فانه يسمع صوته شجر ولا مدر ولا حجر ولا شيء إلا شهد له يوم القيامة and it's mentioned as an example in the sunnah that when the muaddin does the adhan then there is not a any object even from the trees or the stones or whatever hears the adhan Except that those objects will even testify for that person on the day of judgment. The objects that hear the stones, the trees, that hear the adhan of that mu'adhin, the objects on this earth, they will declare and they will state that this person or testify for the mu'adhin and the adhan that he did. فَشَهِدَ الْأَرْضِ بِمَا صَنَعَ عَلَيْهَا مِنْ خَيْرٍ أَوْ شَرٍ 
So the earth will then declare and state and tell what, what used to happen on it, the good things that used to happen on it that people used to do, the evil things that used to happen that people used to do. The earth will declare and tell about all of the things that used to happen upon it. وَهَذِهِ الشَّهَادَةِ مِنْ أَجْلِ بَيَانِ عَدْلِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ And what is the purpose of the earth testifying? Allah already knows exactly what every person did. It's all written down by the angels anyway. So what is the purpose of the earth testifying? Anyone? It is to highlight the justice from Allah, to show you that there is nothing of any type of injustice. If the ruling has been made upon you, you did this evil, look, the earth is testifying you did this evil, that you did it here, there on the earth. And if you did this good, then here's the testification that indeed you did do this good, that indeed you did do this good. So what you did of good and what you did of evil, there is no injustice on that day. Everything is exactly as you did it and there is testimony upon it. Testimony from the earth upon what you did in this earth. وَأَنَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى لَا يُؤَاخِذُ النَّاسِ إِلَّا بِمَا عَمِلُوهُ and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not hold the people accountable except upon what they actually did. Allah does not hold the people accountable except upon what they actually did. فَشَهِدَ الْأَرْضِ وَهَذِهِ الشَّهَادَةِ مِنْ أَجْلِ بَيَانِ عَدْلِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ وَأَنَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى لَا يُؤَاخِذُ النَّاسَ إِلَّا بِمَا عَمِلُوهُ وَإِلَّا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ مُحِيطٍ And otherwise, of course, we know Allah, His knowledge encompasses everything anyway. The testimony of the earth is not something that is needed by Allah to find out, Allah already knows. All of the affairs of what a person did are known to Allah and encompassed by the knowledge of Allah. But this is there to show the person that everything he's being held accountable upon is exactly what he did and there's the testimony. Just like the weighing scale as well. The weighing scale on the day of judgment to show a person his good deeds, his bad deeds, which one's heavier, lighter, Allah already knows whether his good deeds are heavier, whether his bad deeds are heavier. But it's there to show the person, look, there's all of your good deeds, there they are. There's all of your bad deeds and this is where it stands. Shows the person the justice of that day, that no accountability is being held upon him except what is actual fact on what he did. So this is the same kind of thing here. وَيَكْفِي أَنْ يَقُولَ لِعِبَادِهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَىٰ عَمِلْتُمْ كَذَا وَعَمِلْتُمْ كَذَا لَكِنْ مِنْ بَابْ إِقَامَةِ الْعَدْلِ 
وعدم إنكار المجرم لأن المجرمين ينكرون أن يكونوا مشركين So Allah could just say to the people you did this and you did that and it is all known to Allah exactly what they did but this is done the testimony of the earth is taken as a means of establishing that evidence establishing the justice that is being done that they are only being held accountable upon what they did and so that the wrongdoers cannot reject their wrongdoing because the wrongdoers will obviously want to reject their wrongdoing they will want to reject these evil deeds I didn't do that, I didn't do this but when the earth testifies upon them that indeed you did this and you did that then those wrongdoers cannot reject their actions the ground that they did it upon is testifying upon them that they did it so That is another means of the testimony or the purpose of the testimony that the wrongdoers will not be able to reject their wrongdoing with the testimony of the ground of the earth upon them. Uh, And also it's mentioned in the Quran that this is exactly what they try and do. They say, إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا وَاللَّهِ رَبَّنَا مَا كُنَّ مُشْرِكِينَ وَأَرَبِّنَا They say that indeed we were not from the uh, polytheists. They say by Allah we were not from the polytheists. We were not from the wrongdoers. We were not from the people of shirk. That's what they will claim. They will say by Allah we are not. But the reality is of course they were. لِأَنَّهُمْ إِذَا رَأَوْا أَهْلَ التَّوْحِيدِ When they see, when the wrongdoers, they see the people of tawheed, have been saved from punishment. And that they have been given salvation. When they see the wrongdoers, when they see the people of Tawheed have become successful, and they see that the people of Tawheed have been saved, then they try to reject their evil and their shirk that they were upon, hoping that they can also get saved. وَلَكِنَّهُمْ يُخْتَمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَتَتَكَلَّمُ الْأَيْدِ وَتَشْهَدُ الْأَرْجُلِ وَالْجُلُودُ وَالْأَلْسُنِ كُلُّهَا تَشْهَدُ عَلَىٰ الْإِنسَانِ بِمَا عَمِلُ However, their mouths, they are sealed on that day. They try to reject their evil doing. They try to reject their kufr and shirk. But their mouths are sealed on that day. So they cannot talk. And instead, their hands testify to what they used to do. And their legs, their feet testify to what the person used to do. And their skins and their tongues testify upon what the person used to do. So their body parts all testify to the actions that particular person used to do. وَحِينَئِذٍ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُ أَنْ يَبْقَى عَلَىٰ إِنْكَارِهِ بَلْ يَقِرْ وَيَعْتَرِفْ So then the person cannot maintain his innocence. 
and he must accept and acknowledge the wrong that indeed he did do. But any regret the person has on that day now, will it benefit? Not at all. Their regret will not benefit them on that day whatsoever. So that is what this ayah means. That on that day, the ground, the earth will declare its information. It will tell what the people used to do upon it. This section is, in Arabic grammar, they call it the response to the, or the clause that is a response. Meaning, when you look at these ayat, there is an opening section that is establishing some fact here. And then this ayah is the, the consequence or the result of that. Meaning, on that day the earth will shake and the people will be resurrected. And then they will say, what is going on? Then what happens when all of that happens? And they say, what's going on? What's the response they get? The earth then speaks and states what they used to do upon it. That's what's going on on that day, the accountability. The accountability is occurring and the earth speaks and the earth testifies. And how does the earth speak and how does the earth testify? How can this be? Because your Lord will inspire it. Your Lord will inspire it. A. Bisababi anna allaha awha laha. It is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired it. Yani adhina laha fi antuhaditha akhbaraha. Meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it permission. To speak of its affairs and to tell and to state and declare what the people had been doing upon it. Allah gives the earth permission to do so. And so the earth testifies by that inspiration from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon it. وَهُوَ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ and of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all capable of everything upon everything. And if it is that the earth will testify on that day, then certainly Allah is capable of making that occur. وَإِذَا أَمَرَ شَيْئًا بِأَمْرٍ فَإِنَّهُ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَقْعَ So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands, decrees for something to happen, then certainly it will absolutely happen. يُخَاطِبُ اللَّهَ الْجَمَاتِ فَيَتَكَلَّمُ الْجَمَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day addresses the objects and the objects will speak. Or generally, when the objects are addressed by Allah, and the objects, they reply and they speak. 
There's an example the Sheikh mentions here about the pen. The pen is an object. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the pen, قال الله تعالى للقلم اكتب Allah said to the pen, write. قال ربي ماذا وماذا اكتب The pen said, my Lord, what shall I write? The pen said. The pen said, my Lord, what shall I write? قال اكتب ما هو كائن إلى يوم القيامة Write all of that which will occur to the day of judgment. If we can just politely ask the sisters to try and keep the children a little bit quieter if possible. Otherwise it is going to disturb the attendance on this side. The voices can be heard. So then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to the pen, said to the pen, Uktub, uh, write. And the pen said, the pen said, Rabbi wa maza aktub, my Lord, and what shall I write? Qal aktub ma huwa kainun ila yawmil qiyamah. Allah said, write everything that is going to happen up until the day of judgment. And also in the Qur'an, Allah tells us about how their body parts, they will speak. When Allah mentions their mouths will be closed and sealed. وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ And their hands will speak to us. وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ And their feet, their legs will testify to what they used to acquire. Where they used to go, what they used to acquire. Their body parts will testify upon them. فَاللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ إِذَا وَجَّهَ الْكَلَامَ إِلَى شَيْءٍ وَلَوْ جَمَادًا فَإِنَّهُ يُخَاطِبُ اللَّهُ وَيَتَكَلَّمْ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if He addresses even the objects, then they reply. Allah inspires them and Allah is all capable. He addresses the objects and the objects reply back with their information or what it is to be said. So, بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَالَهَا So the earth will testify on that day because Allah inspires it to do so and Allah is all capable of all affairs. Then, what will happen? يَوْمَئِذٍ يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَشْتَاتًا On that day, mankind will proceed in scattered groups. In scattered groups. يَوْمَئِذٍ يَعْنِ يَوْمَئِذٍ تُزَلْزِلُ الْأَرْضِ زِلْزَالَهَا On that day, meaning the day when this earthquake and the shaking of the land of the earth occurs, يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَشْتَاتًا The people will emanate, they will proceed forth in scattered groups. أي جماعات متفرقين in scattered groups جماعات متفرقين يصدرون كل يتجه إلى مأواه فأهل الجنة جعلنا الله منهم يتجهون إليها وأهل النار والعياذ بالله يساقون إليها 
So when it mentions on that day mankind will proceed forth in scattered groups. Proceed forth, go to where? Where will they go on that day in these scattered groups? Where will they go? There's only two places you can go. The two final places, either paradise or hellfire. So they are going to be in the scattered groups. The people of paradise heading towards paradise. And the people of hellfire heading, or the people of hellfire not just heading towards hellfire, the people of hellfire being driven towards the hellfire. The people of paradise heading to paradise. And the people of hellfire being driven towards the hellfire. And there are ayat again in the Quran, many of them talk about this affair. So the people, they will go forth in these scattered groups and they will be in different, uh, 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 in different types of groups. And they are all going to be in different groups, in different types of people, different levels of people. And there is a great degree of difference between the people on that day. The levels of the people on that day will greatly differ. From the best of the people to the lowest of the people, there will be all of the different levels and the different groups on that day. So then, as they go there, it then mentions... يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ وَاشْتَاتًا لِيُرَوْ أَعْمَالَهُمْ So that they can see or be shown their deeds. They are taken forth so that they can be shown their deeds. يَعْنِ يَصْدُرُونَ أَشْتَاتًا فَيَرَوْ أَعْمَالَهُمْ They go forth in the scattered groups so that they can be shown their deeds. يُرِيهِمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ أَعْمَالَهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows them all their deeds, their actions that they did. إِنْ خَيْرًا فَخَيْرٌ وَإِنْ شَرًا فَشَرٌ And if they were good deeds, the people who did those good deeds will be shown the good deeds. And the ones who did the bad deeds will be shown the bad deeds. You're good and you're bad. وَذَٰلِكَ بِالْحِسَابِ وَبِالْكِتَابِ And that is all from the other events of the Day of Judgment now. How are the people shown their good deeds and bad deeds? They are given their books. And the weighing scale happens in all of those events that take place. That is in reference here now to that. All of those events of accountability that take place. بِالْحِسَابِ وَبِالْكِتَابِ With the accountability and with the book. The book of their deeds, the deeds of the goodness and the deeds of the evil that they did that the angels wrote down. So a person will be given his book either in his right hand or in his left hand. 
ثم يحاسب على ضوء ما في هذا الكتاب then that person is held accountable in light of what is in that book of his if it is goodness then his accountability is easy if it is badness then his accountability is difficult يحاسبه الله عز وجل اما المؤمن فان الله تعالى يخلو به وحده ويقرره بذنوبه ويقول فعلت فعلت ويقول فعلت كذا وفعلت كذا وكذا وفعلت كذا ونو يقول فعلت كذا وفعلت كذا وكذا وفعلت كذا حتى يقر ويعترف فاذا راى انه هلك نعم so there are two types of hisab on that day there are two types of hisab two types of accountability and i think we must have briefly mentioned them when we did the ha'iyah of ibn abi daud anybody remember the hisab on the day of judgment the accountability the hisab that happens there are two types of hisab so what's the answer hisab naw'an ma huma Huh? Okay, but explain. So what's the difference? The easy reckoning is this one. For the believers, there is what they call um one is called ard. This one is called the ard. Where the believers on that day their accountability will be basically a presentation of their deeds their deeds are presented you did this and you did that and they have some bad deeds in there perhaps you did this and you did that and this individual the believer he sees all of those things and obviously he did all of those things so he is presented with his deeds and shown you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that and he recognizes he did do all of those things he acknowledges and accepts them until he thinks that he's finished but then it is mentioned that allah says inni qad satartuha alayka fi dunya wa ana aghfiruha laka alyawm that i concealed those shortcomings and sins for you in the world and i forgive for you now forgive those for you now in the afterlife where that accountability is happening so that is known as an ard it is just a presentation of the deeds showing the person you did this and you did this and you did that and the person acknowledges and recognizes and accepts he did those things and he thinks he's destroyed now because of them But then Allah says to him I conceal them for you in the world and I forgive them for you now and they are past. The second type uh, I forgot the name now of the second type but the second type of accountability the second type is where the detailed accountability is done. Munaqasha maybe I forgot there's a word I don't think munaqasha There's another word they use for it but it means the detailed accountability so one is the general accountability for the believers the ard 
and the other one is the detailed uh, accountability. It could be munaqasha, they call it. Yeah, it could be, yeah. So munaqasha could be the word used for the other one. Manuqish al-adhab, that one in the narration, it mentions it. Huh? So the second type, it is where the person isn't just shown his deeds for him to acknowledge, he is analyzed on them. Analysis is done of his deeds. They are broken down bit by bit. A proper detailed analysis occurs with that individual over his deeds. And if that detailed analysis occurs, then that person will be destroyed. If a detailed analysis occurs with that individual, وَأَمَّا الْكَافِرُ وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ فَإِنَّهُ لَا يُعَامَلُ هَذِهِ الْمُعَامَلَةِ بَلْ يُنَادَى عَلَى رُؤُوسِ الْأَشْهَادِ So on that day, the disbelievers, they are not going to be uh, dealt with in the same way as the believers, where the deeds are shown, you acknowledge and then forgiven. They will not be given that. Rather, they will be given the detailed analysis upon their actions, the detailed breakdown and discussion upon their actions, and then when that happens, they will certainly be destroyed. So, so that they may be shown their actions on that day. This is a mudaf mudaf ilayhi indicating a generality, meaning they will see all of their deeds. The big deeds, the small deeds, everything they will be shown on that day. إِلَّا مَا غَفَرَهُ اللَّهُ مِنْ قَبْلِ بِحَسَنَاتِ Except for the ones that Allah has forgiven from before, due to the good deeds of that person, أو دعاء أو ما أشبه ذلك فهذا يمحى so maybe some of the bad deeds, they may be wiped out on that day because of the dua a person made or because of other good deeds a person did. Uh, and that's in the Quran as well, in al-hasanat, that indeed the good deeds, yudhibna sayyat, they remove the evil deeds. فَيَرَى الْإِنسَانُ عَمَلَهُ يَرَى عَمَلَهُ الْقَلِيلُ وَالْكَثِيرُ حَتَّى يَتَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْأَمْرُ جَلِيًّا so that person will see all of his deeds, small and big, everything that is done until his affair, everything he's done becomes completely clear to him. وَلِهَذَا يَجِبُ عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ أَن لَا يُقَدِّمَ عَلَى شَيْءٍ لَا يُرْضِ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ That a person should not do something which does not please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لِأَنَّهُ يَعْلَمَ أَنَّهُ مَكْتُوبٌ عَلَيْهِ because a person knows that it is going to be written upon him and then he will be held accountable upon it. And that's what the final section says. So whomsoever does good to the weight of an atom shall see it and whomsoever does good to the weight of an uh, evil to the weight of an atom shall see it. So this indicates... That every action, no matter the smallest amount, and that's the meaning of dhurrah, the meaning of dhurrah, or dhurrah, the dhurrah is the smallest amount, the tiniest, minuscule amount 
of your good or your bad, it will be there on that day and you will see it and you will uh, 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 recognize it. Sometimes in the translations they say an atom's amount in the translations. Because the uh, atom, they, they mean by that, they intend by that, the smallest thing you can think of. And that's the meaning of it here. The smallest, smallest amount of good, the smallest amount of bad, then on that day you will see it and it will be uh, presented to a person. So there will be no injustice in any way, shape or form upon any individual. Every deed, no matter how big or small, will be presented on that day. And then here, at the end, the sheikh concludes the tafsir by mentioning about the weighing scales. And we've spoken about that for definite when we did the aqidah. The sheikh says, يُفِيد أَنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنُ هُوَ الْأَعْمَالِ وَهَذِي الْمَسْأَلَةِ اخْتَلَفَ فِيهَا أَهْلُ الْعِلْمِ You remember we spoke about the weighing scale and what actually goes into the weighing scale. Is it the books of the person? Is it the person himself? Or is it the actions themselves? And the shaykh says here from what is apparent is that it is the actions here. The actions are being spoken about here. But there are some scholars, فَمِنَ الْعُلَمَا مَنْ قَالْ إِنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنَ الْعَمَلِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ قَالْ إِنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنَ صَحَائِفُ الْعَمَالِ The books. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ قَالْ إِنَّ الَّذِي يُوزَنَ هُوَ الْعَامِلِ نَفْسَهِ That the one who is weighed is the person himself. And all of those were the main opinions about that. And then he says, يشكل على هذا أن العمل ليس جسما يمكن أن يوضع في الميزان with the books being weighed in the weighing scale no problem with that the person going into the weighing scale no problem with that but the issue was how do your actions go into the weighing scale when you pray and you leave where's your prayer that you just prayed there's nothing there it's not anything physical so how are your actions of worship going to go in there? And so the Shaykh he mentions that obviously this is an affair from the unseen. It is an affair from the unseen to us. So even though we may not be able to comprehend how that could occur, it's from the unseen. We have iman in it regardless. And it could be said that maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make our actions into some physical entities. Maybe they will be created into some physical entities that are then put onto the weighing scales. And then he mentions the evidences for the different opinions about whether it is the books that are put into the weighing scales. And the main or one of the main evidences about that is what? What was the main evidence or one of the main evidences that it is the books of the people that going to the weighing scale, the hadith, hadith al-bitaqa, the man who comes with 99 scrolls of evil deeds as far as the eye can see, and then one scroll with la ilaha illallah goes on to the other side and it outweighs them all. Then what was the evidence or one of the main evidences that the scholars often use to say that people will be put into the weighing scale? 
Ibn Mas'ud, when he climbed the tree to get some fruits, and the wind blew his thobe, and they saw his shins, and they were very thin. His shins were very thin. And so they, they, they were giggling at that, or laughing at that, that the shins are very thin. So then the Prophet ﷺ said, that they are, uh, They are going to be heavier in the weighing scale than Mount Uhud itself. So that is an example regarding the actual person and the, uh, the, the deeds or the actions. One evidence can be this chapter itself possibly. And there were some more examples that we mentioned where it clearly mentions actions in the weighing scale. Anybody remember anything about actions connected directly to the weighing scale? Kalimatani, Khafifatani, that narration about the two light words that are beloved to Allah. And they are going to be thaqilatani fil mizan. That they are heavy in the weighing scales. And there were several other narrations like that too. Al khuluq, ma min shayin athqalu fil mizan min al khuluq al hasan. Hadith as well. There is nothing heavier in the weighing scales than the good deeds. And alhamdulillahi tamla ul mizan. The statement alhamdulillah fills the mizan, the weighing scale. So there were several evidences for that as well about the actual actions and deeds going into the weighing scale. That is the summarized tafsir that the Sheikh mentions of Surah Zalzala about the shaking and the earthquake that happens on that day, then all the resurrection of the bodies from the earth, they are expelled out of the earth, and from the great calamity they are like intoxicated and confused, and they say, what's going on? And then the earth speaks and testifies upon what used to occur. Allah inspires it to speak and testify uh, upon the deeds of the people. And so then they will move forth, proceed forth on that day and see their actions. And even if it is the most minute and smallest of things, they will be shown from the good and the bad on that day. And their accountability will be made upon that way. For the believers, it will be a light accountability, the ard. And for the disbelievers, it will be the munaqasha, the detailed analysis of their deeds, and they will be the ones who are destroyed. That brings us to the brief tafsir, or the end of the brief tafsir of that surah. All right, we'll conclude upon that for today then. Next time we'll start with لم يكن الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب. That will be the chapter for next time, insha'Allah ta'ala.